0: Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with the calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Quiet Warrior podcast with Serena Lowe. My name is Serena and I'm the Quiet Warrior coach for introverts. This podcast is for the quiet achiever, the timid, the reserved, the backgrounders and wallflowers, the ones who are not sure who they are and what they want in life seeking that elusive something that is bigger than what they have or know, the ones with suppressed feelings and words unwritten, ideas unshared, stories untold, the selective and discerning, the deep thinkers and philosophers and spiritually-minded ones. Growing up, I often felt I had no voice. I grew up in an environment that strongly discouraged deviating from the norm and valued compliance and following the rules. Children were not allowed to speak unless they were spoken to. And there were many things you could not say openly, because it was considered disrespectful, or we just didn't talk about those things. So it was no surprise that I found a refuge in my own world of books and daydreams, imagination, adventure and fantasy, writing and music and poetry. At school and at work, I was always the quiet one, who did the work, but who never stood out, because I just wasn't comfortable raising my hand to answer questions, even if I knew the answer. I was the one who blushed furiously and forgot my words if everyone was looking at me. I wasn't funny, or confident, or outgoing, or good at things that required physical coordination. The one thing I was really good at was studying and doing well in tests and exams. Then I got to law school, and my brain seemed to stop working. I struggled to understand, to argue, to keep up, to speak up. I started to doubt my abilities, and to think that I was in the wrong place. I wasn't good enough to be a lawyer, because I just didn't have the personality and the confidence and the talent for thinking on my feet, which all good lawyers seemed to have. When I graduated, my first three years were with the Legal Aid Bureau. It was the fastest way to get exposed to litigation, and also a post nobody in their right mind would apply to, because it was unglamorous and depressing. I learned very quickly to handle huge caseloads, to view life through the eyes of someone whose marriage and family life were breaking up and whose world was crumbling around them on so many fronts. It was humbling, stressful, and yet perhaps one of the most meaningful jobs I've ever had. Because in a small way, I was there to represent kindness, compassion, and practical help for people who were going through a hard time in life. When an opportunity came up to transfer after three years, I decided I was ready for a change. For some rational reason, I decided on a stable role, a desk bound, paperwork focused role where I didn't need to go to court. Instead, I would be involved in legislation and policy work. It was in my eighth year of doing that that something very interesting happened. Sitting in a meeting one afternoon discussing the finer points of legislative amendment, the senior who was leading the meeting suddenly asked me and my colleague Do you know what's ahead for you? Meaning, do you know what your future will be like if you continue on your current path? A few years here, a few years there, transferring from one department to another, getting promoted along the way, hopefully reaching super-scale by the time you retire at 65. I was 35 when he asked that question. And I remember having a vivid picture in my mind of being on a golden treadmill, unable to get off, and being forced to keep running forever. Being trapped in a gilded cage, too afraid to fly away even if the door was open, because I didn't know what lay outside. What if it turned out to be a bad idea? Could I even survive once I left the system? What else was I good for? That's how low my self-worth and self-belief were at the time. I believed I could not possibly leave the system and try something else because all I knew was all I knew. And the thought of failure and rejection and judgment mattered more to me than finding answers for myself. It was during this time that I began to haunt the self-help section of bookstores and to earnestly seek answers and hope. The catalyst for my decision was my miscarriage. It shocked me out of my indecision and gave me the courage to put one foot over the line I had drawn, the edge of my comfort zone. Even though at the time I had no plan B and no idea of what I would do if I quit without a job offer. But I wanted to find out. That was the beginning of my journey to really get to know myself and to reinvent myself from the byproduct of upbringing, circumstances, environment, and the authority figures in my life. And to be the person I am inside who is much more than those things. I've now gone through several. Iterations professionally since giving up law, freelance writer and blogger, career coach to midlife professionals, piano teacher, coach and mentor to introverts, meetup organizer, op shop manager. Each iteration represents another layer of healing and growth and surrender. This is a lifelong work, and I am here to say that if you have identified so far with any part of my story and are ready to grow and evolve into the next version of yourself, then I'm here to cheer you on and encourage you with everything I've learned so far. You can be quiet while also being a force for good. It is you, your quiet confidence, your calm manner, the way you blossom when you are talking to people one-on-one or in small groups, your empathy when you hear someone's story of struggle and overcoming, the way you put others at ease and make them feel safe and accept it. These are your introvert superpowers and strengths that are often undervalued in the professional space, but are so essential to support the well being of us all. I look forward to sharing insights in the coming episodes that empower you, encourage you, give you hope, and help you thrive in a noisy, overwhelming, and overstimulating world. Thank you for being here. I'm grateful we met. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at serenalo, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.